name is Felicia Wright, and this is the Go Rogue Podcast. Do you feel stuck? Does every day feel like Groundhog's Day? Well, I'm here to tell you it's time to take charge of your life and know that you are meant for more than this. It's time to go rogue. This podcast is for people that are ready to say enough is enough and discover their new normal with entrepreneurship. Get ready because your rogue journey starts now. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Go Rogue podcast, and I'm super, super excited that I have Ashlyn Tufton Sommer here with me, a digital stylist influencer, and she is going to share her passion with you and her story. So I'm super, super excited. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, and I, I know this is going to be a good one. So hold on to your seats, people, because this is, she is amazing. I, I've actually met her in person at some networking events, and it's always a lovely experience. Oh, so um, yeah, um, so <laughs> go ahead and tell us a little bit about your background and what you do. So I, oh man, I've been born and I born and raised in Las Vegas and my corporate career, I worked at the bank for seven years and, you know, I built myself up to management and, you know, once I got to management, I realized, you know what, um, this is not all it's cracked up to be. I'm still being told what to do, even though I'm the boss, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And so I, that's what, you know, inspired me to jump. I jumped from corporate into owning my own business. So I was a personal stylist for three years. I actually just had a three year anniversary this past October. Congrats. Thank you. And, you know, towards the end of those three years, I really got to a point where it's like, you know, um, how can I help more people? How can, I can't stretch myself out. Mm-hmm. What can I do that makes a greater impact on more people, but still allows me to keep my sanity? <laughs> so I decided mm-hmm. to pivot from personal styling over into influencing. So basically I'm using the digital space to reach a writer audience than I would ever, you know, reach one-on-one and to inspire more women, inspiring mm-hmm. them to embrace themselves. And, you know, it doesn't matter what your budget is. You know, you can express yourself with your style, craft your message visually, and really just own who you are. That's what style is, knowing who you are Mm -hmm. and then expressing that with clothing. I love that. That's awesome because I feel like, especially, and the reason why I interview rogue women like you is because we've been down that path of like struggle and not knowing who we are. So I definitely wanted to highlight you and your story because, excuse me. I wanted to definitely highlight you and your story because you are doing that for women and you're very vocal about it too. And that's the most important part. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. I think the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that it's so important that we share our own personal experiences, Mm -hmm. um, not in a purpose to highlight or only be talking about ourselves, but with the intent to use that experience to inspire others or to motivate others to educate others. It's really all about, you know, as we grow, how are we helping other people grow? Yeah. And that's so important. Like we, uh, I believe that the gift that we're born with, it's not for us, it's for other people. And we have to share that as hard as it is sometimes it's so hard, but I'd love to go back to that pivot point for you, because Mm -hmm. I find that myself included that women 
when we when we're in something we get stuck and we know we need to pivot but it's so hard to make that decision so how did you get there you know there's been a couple times in my life where i've had to like make a major pivot but specifically when i knew it was time to pivot from um corporate lifestyle into entrepreneurship you know it's for months i was uh, I've, I would describe the feeling as just stuck, just stuck in a cocoon almost, Okay. um, where I was crying before I would go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was just a dread. It was a depression. It was like a, I don't feel like I'm actually doing what I need to be doing, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember, uh, cause we had crazy sales goals at the bank bank. And I remember telling people, you know what? I don't really care about slang and checking accounts. <laughs> like I felt like I was <laughs> playing checking accounts, you know, like, you know, what purpose is that fulfilling at the very end of the day? Like, yes, it has a reason, but is it a sole purpose fulfilling work? No, it's really not. You know, I'm not changing your life with a checking account, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And so I was scared because I was used to the stability. I was used to the comfort that that job gives you. But it's at the, at the same time, it's like, okay, well, yes, you're stable, but you're also repeating your day. You're repeating your years. You're not doing anything. You're not experiencing life, you know? Yeah. It got to the same point. It got to a point where it's like, okay, um, I feel like I lived this year already. (laughs) And so that's where it's like, okay, you have to push through that pain or you have not the pain you have to push through the the dread so I guess that is a form of pain you know it's a fear that you don't want to leave your stability but what hurts more the fear or the fact that you're not being fulfilled oh that's a good one that's a good one and I think people come to that crossword roads and you have to make a decision yeah and so it's like okay well I've already lived seven years of this of the same let's jump and see, you know, what, what, let's jump outside of the paper bag and see what's outside of the paper bag. Mm-hmm. And also knowing that, yes, you can respect others' opinions, but they are only giving you advice from inside of the paper bag. Yeah. You know, they have a limited view of where they're giving you advice from. So it's like, okay, I can respect your viewpoint, but I also need to know that you're advising me from your limitations. Oh, yes. Say it louder from the rooftops. (laughs) (laughs) That is a hard conclusion to come to. Because as women, we look for permission. So we start asking people. And we're just not even thinking about like, where their mindset is, Mm -hmm. and what their hopes and dreams are and how they perceive the world. So they're within their own paper bag. So they can't even see what we're even attempting to do. Yeah. Exactly. That's really good. That's good. <laughs> see, I told you she's going to bring the fire. <laughs> that, I love that. So once you made that leap, how was like, how did you deal with the fear? Cause I know like I've made my own personal leap and the fear is it's next level. It really is because it- you're stepping out. Exactly. Girl, girl. There's been so many times where I've been on the edge of the cl- edge of the cliff. I'm like, come on now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no much more to hold on. I know. 
<laughs> you know, but that's when I really, in those moments, what really helps me is I go to my journal and I mm. go back and I read all the times where I've been at that cliff and something comes, something comes and either, you know, I get a cushion, either something I get something to fall on, you know, but there's never been a time in my life where I've been at the edge of the cliff and I feel like I have no more to give where I have not been, I guess, the reset button or someone saved me or just something, a miracle happened. Cause I've been at that point several times. And so yeah. that's where, when I feel the fear, I always have to remind myself, look, you've been in this situation before and you've gotten through it. So what makes you think this is the one situation that you just not going to get through? It's uh, just not impossible. You know? Yeah. That in, in, I feel like that's kind of like walking in faith, even though it's walking in faith, but you already have been through it. So you already know it's like, you're not going to let yourself fail. You are strong enough to get through this. So just do it again. Oh my goodness. You're inspiring me right now. Like It's so good to hear. And that's the purpose of Go Rogue. It's like, we need to inspire each other. There's so much stuff out there that's just yucky and hot mess. Um, so that's the purpose of go rogue. It's like to inspire other women to not give up on themselves because, and I'm sure you can attest to this too. Like I know in the past I've given up on myself way too many times and I'm at the point now where I was like, okay, enough's enough. You either make this happen now or never. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, I, you know how, how every year around this time of year, they always put, oh, 2017 lemon. 2018 lemonade stand, Mm -hmm. you know, I said it wrong, but you know, you know how they always talk, but it's like, how many times are those going to come out where it's like, no, I already made this year my year. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like I'm starting to see those little memes coming around. Oh, 2016 was the cocoon, the caterpillar, the butterfly. But it's like, when is it where we're just going to be like, no, I, this year was my year. I made it. And it's like, that's, that's the view. That's the blinders I want to have. Like, I'm tired of saying, oh, next year is going to be the lemonade stand or next year is going to be the butterfly year. Yeah. No, it's now. Oh, and yeah. Like how, and it reminds me of the whole new year's resolution is like, oh, well, it's just going to be next year. And it's always this far off thing that Mm -hmm. eventually we're going to get to, but really we just keep pushing back the date. Yeah. And it's like, you're pushing back what someone else needs. The more you put off what you're supposed to be doing, you are actually delaying the satisfaction of someone else. And that's what I had to look at it as, is get out of your own, you know, mental, when you don't do what you're supposed to do, which is, you know, I feel like we're put on this earth to fulfill our mission. And our mission is to give our gift to other people. Mm-hmm. When you don't do it, the longer you delay that, the longer you're, you're delaying somebody else's blessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. it's like your presence is somebody else's blessing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And the, and it's, <laughs> it feels heavy. And I, I'll admit, like, for me, when I, before I started Go Rogue, it feels like such a heavy weight. But then once I'm in it, it like, when I started this and when I really started interviewing women, after one of my interviews, I cried. And I, I like, I even hate to admit this but I cried and she's like, what's the matter? I was like, I, I just can't believe how happy I am right now because this is what I was, I've been meant to do. Yes. Oh, I yeah. love that. I'm, I gonna, love- I'm not going to cry today. No. <laughs> I'm not an emotional person, I swear. <laughs> 
but isn't it amazing where you know i feel like fear is when our body is at the edge of our comfort zone and so that's like our body's reaction to like, hey let's not get out of this comfort zone mm-hmm. but it's like all along you th- you know you think you're getting all these excuses in your head about why you can't do it or why you shouldn't do it but when you actually start doing it you realize like hey this isn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be because I feel like if you take the first couple steps the rest of the path comes to you it opens up it's just a matter of taking those first steps yeah and that's the hardest part that is legit the hardest part I I, I'm telling you I've had several million million dollar ideas over the years (laughs) but I never took a step and you know it just never happened because I was like oh whatever you know I talked myself out of it but, and I know I'm not the only one. Oh, no. I, you know, that reminds me because I dated a guy who he had all these dreams about, I want to write this book. I want to do this. I want to do that. But he never did it. And, mm-hmm. you know, after we broke up, I was thinking about like, look at all the times where he told me an excuse about why he can't do something or, you know what I mean? Just putting it off for years and years and years. And you know, I was snooping on him recently and it's like, <laughs> and I found out he wrote his book and it's like, oh, okay, good, I'm happy for him. Like he actually did what he needed to do and all the success that came from it and all the, the children, cause he wrote a children's book, all the children who benefited from it. And it's yeah. like, that would have never happened if he stayed in his excuses. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Our excuses become way bigger than us. And like, if you... And I, I truly believe if you look for an excuse, you're going to find one quick, fast, and in a hurry. Oh, yeah. If you look for a solution, you'll find one. It might not be as quick as that excuse, but you'll find it eventually. Yes. And you always find it, though. Yeah. If you keep looking, you always find it. Always. Please hear that. Always. You will find it. It's so important. So I, I definitely want to hop into like more of what you're doing now and how you're inspiring women. Tell us more about your business because I know women are going to definitely reach out to you and start cyber stalking you because I would. <laughs> so now um, with the pivot into digital influencing, basically all that means is I am actively trying to build a tribe of women Um it doesn't matter if you're in my state or not, but I want to build a tribe of a tribe of women. And really, I want us to go through our life together. So I'm using fashion as a medium to do it. But really, it's deeper than a, the clothes. Like I might create content and talk about, oh, these are the ways to style this or these are five ways, whatever, you know, this uh-huh. is what you have in your closet. But really, my message is way deeper than, you know, oh, this is how you should wear this or should wear that. It's a really a message of embracing yourself and so in my posts I try to sprinkle you know outfit ideas for my audience you know I ask them what you know what are the style videos that you want to see but I also let them know like okay if I'm going through a rough patch you're gonna hear about it because I'm human Mm y'all are human we're friends we're digital friends yes (laughs) (laughs) so I really you know the tagline on my bio is come for the outfits stay for the stories or stay for the message. And I say that because it's like, yes, you're going to see outfits on my feed and that's, what's going to pull you in. But Mm -hmm. when you, when you watch my stories, that's when I'm giving the message. That's when I'm giving the motivation. I encourage my, I I don't like to call them followers on Instagram. um, Mm -hmm. Cause that just sounds weird to me. Like, you know, I just uh, followers. Oh my God. Anyway, um, (laughs) I call them my friends. Y'all are my boss babes. And if I, 
you know, I'm going shopping and I see something that I like, I'm going to turn on my Instagram stories and take you shopping with me. Cause I feel like this is a relationship. And so, um, that's what I'm growing my business as, because as an influencer, we get paid from brands to basically recommend what we genuinely like. Uh And so as a business, say if you're a retail store, instead of paying a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad to Mm -hmm. run your product, you would pay me to recommend your product to my audience. So as long as my audience is matching with that brand's target audience, it's a great match because, you know, it'll be an organic recommendation. I don't ever want to recommend something that, you know, is just pushing product just to push product. Yeah. That's what influencing is. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that. And to be honest, like, I remember the first time I um, saw you speak and this was, I think it was like two years ago and it was my very first networking event. My very first one. And we were at Mimi's. If like, I'm sure you've done a ton. Oh, it was my very first one. And I heard you speak and you were talking, not only were you talking about fashion, but how we felt in our own clothes. And I remember in that moment, I was like, I've never really thought about that because to be honest, I don't feel comfortable in my clothes. Like finding comfortable clothes is really difficult for me, probably because I don't invest the time. <laughs> but I was just kind of so moved by it because I was like, wow, like she's so right. Like if I feel comfortable in my clothes, I'm going to exude confidence. And I thought that was really powerful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And it's so true because it's 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 so crazy what a pair of red lipstick would it, don't cross me when I have on some red lipstick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's so crazy with just, what it's lipstick. Yes. But the power that that, you know, controls over your mood, it's so real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they say it's frivolous. They say it's, you know, whatever. But no, there's actually real emotions behind it. It has real meaning behind it. Wow. Like, and I never thought of it that way. Like, ever. I was like, wow. Like, you just really kind of opened up my eyes to like, I maybe I need to focus a little bit on myself and me as a mother, like that was something that I had gotten away from. So it was, it was just really like a shove in the right direction. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, Hey, 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 Hey there. Yeah. Let <laughs> Ashlyn shove you. <laughs> um, so I have about two more questions for you. Okay. So I was wondering if you have a mentor or something, some kind of pivotal point in your life that really made you choose you and do what you wanted to do. Did you have a mentor or somebody that pushed you or anything like that? Um, okay. So when I made the pivot from corporate to entrepreneurship, like the, what made me choose me for that? Or um, anywhere. Is there anybody that really stood out to you? It, it could even be Oprah. <laughs> is there anybody that like really embodies like what you're trying to do and has really made an impact on you? Uh, it's so funny that you say Oprah because I really do love Oprah. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I love her. Study her life. <laughs> like, what is she doing? What is her key? And yeah. you know what I've really learned from Oprah that the key to growth, personal growth, is that self-reflection time. And so, I mean, I guess you can say she is a digital mentor of mine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, I, I would, it's so, I don't remember the lady's name, but I came across something on YouTube and she was saying all, if you study all the people, all the great people, all of them went through pain. Mm -hmm. And so, um, 
I'm not a very religious person, but with um, like with the Bible, Jesus, he was a great person and he went through a lot of pain and he's, he inspires millions. You know what I mean? Oprah, she went through a lot of pain. I'm not saying Jesus and Oprah on the same level or anything. I'm just saying, (laughs) (laughs) she she inspires millions of people. She went through a lot of pain. And so um, my mentors, even though I don't have a specific person, you know, Mm -hmm. one-on-one, I do like to look to people who have achieved great things and I'm inspired by all of them and their stories. Yeah, me too. And I like, and I I feel like I get little nuggets from people that I come across that are sharing their gift and their message and that impacts me to push me further. And I think that's so powerful. Yeah. I love Oprah too. Mm, We're friends. She just doesn't know yet. Yeah. She doesn't know. Yeah. Soon. One of these days. (laughs) <laughs> I'm the silent Gale. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to pull it together. <laughs> so one of the last questions I have for you is what is the number one piece of advice for a woman that might be struggling and wants to start her rogue journey, but doesn't know what to do? What would you tell her? I'm a very big list person. And so I would say, you know, on a, on a piece of paper, write down the costs and the benefits of going rogue. You know, what hurts more, staying the same or changing? And yeah. usually it's always uh, staying the same hurts more. And so usually that's kind of the little the little push. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to it's jump. so true. Staying stuck is going to hurt more. And then if you look back on your life, like, 30, 40, 50 years from now and haven't done anything, that's really going to sting. Yes. Yes. Cause it's like, well, what, what were you here for then? What were you here for? Mm -hmm. Celebrate Uh, 75 Christmases. No. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) So, I mean, that's my, that's my take on that. And that's, and honestly is, even though it's a little nugget and it's so simple, it's so powerful. Like we have to get back to being simple and keeping things simple. So that is amazing. So Ashlyn, please share with us where we can find you because I know ladies are gonna be like, who is this woman? How can I know her? So please share where everybody can find you. Okay, so my Instagram, it is my full name, but my full name is a doozy. So (laughs) I just like to tell people, if you type in the sentence, I shop for a living, um, all spaces, I will pull right up because I'm the (laughs) only one with (laughs) with that sentence. Okay. (laughs) I shop for a living. And um, my website is ashlandtufensommer.me. And you'll find that all on the, on the IG bio. <laughs> awesome. And if you're driving or whatever, you can definitely find all this information on the show notes. So you can definitely seek her out. You will find all her information and link back over there. You'll also find it on my blog. So you will not be led astray. You will find her. You <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the podcast. I think your message is so important and, um, I can't wait for people to listen to this interview. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you so much. Yeah. So um, ladies, thank you so much for listening. If you are on your rogue journey, definitely head over to the community with other women on their rogue journey. You can find that at bit.ly slash rogue community. And 
Thank you so much for listening and go out and slay the day.